Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Your love is crazy, 
joy in our hearts. Let's rise to our feet and welcome our Father, our Bishop, Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Connor. All celebrate Jesus in the house. Give the Lord a shout. Because you are in the best place of your life, you can add a shout. Hallelujah. Wow. God is going to bless us. I've told you, this is the best service here on Sunday. By far. And I want to welcome you to church. Today, I'm doing part three of the narrow road. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we are so grateful to you for giving us this wonderful service which is changing our lives. Thank you for the sketch we just watched, the testimony of a changed life. We thank you that as we serve you, you not only change our lives, but you bless our lives. We thank you for the opportunity to serve you, to work for you, to do something for you. May this be our lifestyle for the rest of our lives and our days. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. You may please be seated. And I want to welcome all our new members who are with us today. This is arguably, this service is the fastest growing service in the Bread of Life Cathedral. The rate of growth, rates, rates of increase. And I want to thank all the 
wonderful shepherds who are working powerfully and church planters who are working. This service is actually a gathering service. Amen. This is actually a gathering service. Every church planter has a service. And very soon, many of you are going to start church services. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to train you and help you to be able to, to, to start a church and preach. Amen. Yes. Can you imagine Debbie with a church with members coming? Yes. That church, every time they have a service, they will take a selfie. (laughs) Yes. But it's a blessing. Amen. I want us to read a portion of scripture, just one verse. And I I find it very powerful. And we will read it each time I'm continuing this series. And it is 1324. 1324. Luke 1324. Luke 1324. Then the, the King James says, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Many will seek to enter in and shall not be able. The New Living Translation says, work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom. For many will try to enter but will fail. Many will try to enter, but will fail. I remember telling you last week that nobody is born into the kingdom of God. This is not like Islam or Buddhism or Krishnaism where you see that because your father is an imam, you are also a Muslim where you were born into a Muslim family so you are a Muslim right? because you were born into a Muslim family you are a Muslim it's not like that here it is not like that here this kingdom you are not born into it you enter yes you enter now, now be very clear in your mind because most of you here have parents in this church who gave birth to you in the church. As we are here, you were born inside the church. I can see some of you. I came for your outdooring. You cried, Today you are sitting here like a woman. Please listen very carefully. You are not born into a kingdom of God. Maybe some other kingdom. In this kingdom, you enter 
That is the reason why this message is very important because some of you sitting here are technically outside the kingdom. You are outside. Because the road and the gate you need to use to enter, you have not fulfilled the requirements. The road you use to enter the kingdom is narrow. And the New Living Translation says, it says many will try to enter but will fail. The failure rate is very high. Many will fail. If you read Bishop's book, Many Are Called, the second chapter, it gives four things that explain the call, what the call of God is about. And the first point is, many are called. And he gives the different explanations of the phrase, many are called. And many are called means most people are called. It means most people are called. Many are called means a lot of people are called. Many are called means it is likely you are called. Many are called means countless people are called. Many are called means majority of the people are called. I'm just showing you that. When you see the word many, it means most people. Many means majority. Like if I say, many people here are Ghanaians. It means that if I close my eyes and I walk through the congregation and I touch somebody, I touch somebody, the person is likely to be a Ghanaian. Are you a Ghanaian? Ash, that's it. It's a Ghanaian. But if I had said, most people here are Liberians, it means if you close your eyes and your hand touches somebody, the person is likely to be a Liberian or Nigerian. So many are called, listen, I'm, this is teaching. Many are called means most people are called. It means the masses are called. It means lots of people are called. And it means most of the people are called. That's the word many. So, if we use the same principle to explain this verse, it says, for many will try to enter, but will fail. Many will fail means most people will fail. A lot of people will fail. Countless number of people will fail. Which means that 
you cannot assume that you have entered. Rather, your assumption, like see, when we say many are called, many or many are Ghanaians, or many are girls here, or many have passed their exam, you can assume that this girl has passed her exams, this boy has passed. So, when we say many, you can assume that anybody you meet is one of them. Like, so, many are called. It means you must assume that there's a call of God on your life. Now, if it says many will fail, you must assume that you are actually failing to enter. Yes. You must assume that you have failed. And ask yourself, how can I... Because it didn't say all. Many. It means there is a small number. That's why it says the road which leads to this life is narrow and few. Matthew chapter 7 verse 13. It says, give us a New Living Translation or NASB. NLT. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. Verse 14. Next verse. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. This is Matthew. I read from Luke. Two different chapters. Two different books. But they are saying the same thing. Many people are on that road which leads to destruction. That is why I'm preaching this message to you. At this age, listen, listen carefully. Don't assume that you are there. <laughs> Don't assume that you are there. Don't. Don't think that because your mother is there, you are there. When the Bible says many are doing something, you must assume that you are likely to be part of it. And if it says many have failed, you must assume that you have also failed. And think about how to enter. Once two people can enter, believe God to be one of the two. Many will seek to enter, but will fail. So, so I've been teaching about the narrow road. What is the first thing I taught you last week? The first point I shared with you last week. Number one. Sorry. The narrow road is what? A place. No, the first thing I said was that only the word of God can determine which road or gate is narrow or broad. Only the word of God. Only the word of God. You see, if you are going to use a lot of people doing something to say that 
because a lot of people are doing listen no I'm, I'm engaging your minds at a very high level so don't don't get lost if you use few or a lot to determine whether something is right you can be wrong because what you call a lot of people may actually be few people. For instance, we are in Accra. We are in Accra. The population of Accra alone should be about three to four million. Three to four million. I think so. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'll check. You can Google the population of Accra for me. So on Sunday, I'm saying that if you use many or few, you can make a big mistake because you may not, you may think what, what is a lot is actually many. But if you look at it carefully, you will discover that it's a few people. So on Sunday, you see, I mean, Accra alone, we must have over a hundred, and I mean, lighthouse churches, mega church. The Accra, Tema, Kaswa area together, we are about 300. And each one is four, sorry, 3,000, 3 million. The population of Accra is 3 million. I'm teaching you something. Population of Accra is 3 million. She has Googled it. On Sunday, you realize that action is four. Central is four. Lighthouse, Kodesh, there's this Victory Bible Church, Fountain Gate, Apostolic, you know, Pentecost, plenty Pentecost churches. Wow. But if you sit down and you do your arithmetic and you add the people who went to church in Lighthouse, in Action, went to Central, went to Apostolic, if you do the arithmetic, compared to the three million, you will discover that we are actually a few. I'm telling you, a lot of churches, look, to have 1,000 people in a church, (laughs) you must be a mega, most churches are, what you see to be a large church has got about 500 people. Big church, 500. 1,000, maximum, 1,002. Today we were about 2,500 people who came to church. 2,500 minimum. And this, is, this church is one of the largest churches in the entire greater Accra region. This church you are sitting in here. This church is one of the largest churches you will find anywhere. The people who enter the building to go to church on Sunday, few, one, two, three can compare to this church. In the, not just lighthouse. Think of all the churches. Central, Action, Pentecost, whatever. So I'm just saying that 
many of the churches you see are all small, 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 small churches. If you add all the church attendance in Accra on a Sunday morning, you may not even get 300,000. That's even too big. Sorry for using such a big figure. 300,000. Most people are at home. So when you come to church and the hall is full, wow, then you are using the, 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 the word many and few. You may think that because many people are in the church, we are doing something wrong. But relative to the entire city, we are small. Few people are entering. Like, I won't ask if I were to ask. How many of you will be virgins when you are? How many of you even are virgins? Or you'll be a virgin when you are 20 years or 25 years? When you stand up and you see the hands that are up, a lot of people told these girls are virgins. Then from that verse, no, many of them are on the road to destruction. So it's not good to be a virgin. No. Compare virgins versus professionals. Always compare. For instance, can I tell you something? You must use your statistics very well. It is a fact that 60%, see, we are now coming home, 60% of all internet traffic is pornography. 60%. That is, for every 10 people, not Ghana or Accra, it's a general way, America, if you are everywhere. If you count 10 people, we are all on, on our phones doing something. 10 people, 6 are watching pornography. 60% of all internet traffic is pornography. That is the broad road I'm talking about. So, so I'm teaching you how you, you, you will not waste your time. You can be here, you are in church, but some of church, you have actually, you, your lifestyle is the lifestyle of most Ghanaians who don't go to church. Like, you don't read your Bible every day. Meanwhile, over 80% of Ghanaians don't read their Bible every day. So by, by that alone, you have joined the broad way that leads to destruction. Ask yourself. You yourself should know. You should be telling me. I shouldn't tell you. How many girls and boys your age are sitting in a church service on a Sunday afternoon for a pastor to be preaching to them? How many? Do you know? Anna, how many of your friends are in church? In the, in the afternoon? How many people do you know? You think. I'm, gi- I'm giving you two minutes to think. About how many? 
How many of your friends even go to church in the morning? <laughs> Laurie, can I give you an answer? You go to school. Don't you have classmates? Your school is full of people. How many? See, I'm saying to you that. Which brings me to the third point. Let me skip. Point number three today. The first point is that um, only the word of God, and I'll come back to it, only the word of God, not, see, that's what led me to talk about numbers. Three million, three hundred thousand, sixty percent. Look, the fact that you see a lot of people doing something is not in itself a determinant of its wrongness or rightness. Because the lot of people you are seeing may actually be just a few. And I've used Sunday morning as an example. That even down south in Accra, I'm not talking about Tamale or Paga or Laura, which is generally Islamic. Here, down south here, it will shock you to know that on a Sunday morning, less than 20% of Accra's population go to church. And I am still by this saying that we will not use numbers. What determines whether you are on a narrow road or the Broadway is the word of God. Is the word of God. The word of God is what determines that what you are doing is wrong. We don't use numbers because numbers will always be relative. One, one reason why I know that church can only lead you to a good place, to life, is that in, in the whole world, I mean, you won't go to Germany on Sunday afternoon. There, there's nowhere, no, no, no spot, nowhere in Germany, in Holland, in, 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 in Czechoslovakia, why on a Sunday afternoon, Boys and girls are sitting down in a huge church service like this to be preached to. In the whole world, only a few people go to church. When you stop going to church, you have joined the masses. That is the reason why you must know the word of God yourself. You must know the word of God. I'm preaching about the narrow road where only a few make it through. Only a few make it through. You need to know the word of God so that when something is wrong in your life, nobody will tell you that what you are doing is wrong. We sang that song last week. He has shown thee, oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of thee. Did we sing it last week? Yes. He has shown thee. Micah chapter 6 verse 8. He has shown thee. You need to know. Read your Bible every day so that you will know. When a friend is introducing sex to you, you should know that this is wrong. There will be no pastor there. You are going to meet boys and girls. Who pass pornography around? They WhatsApp it. 
when it comes to your phone. <laughs> I shouldn't be the one to tell you. You should know. So if you are sitting here, you don't have a habit of reading your Bible, listening to messages, you are out. You are just waiting here to be destroyed later on. You will not make it. You are out. We consider you an outsider. <laughs> it's only the people who respect the word of God. Who judge things based on the word of God. They are those who make it. Hmm. The second thing I taught you last week is that the narrow gate is a place of restrictions. The narrow door, the narrow road, you can choose whether it's gate or door, it's up to you. It's all narrow. Means restrictions. Restrictions. It leads to life. You saw the girl, what was her name? Zima? Yes. She was living a life of no restrictions. If she wants to sleep with a malam or a moss, whatever it is, free. Carpenter. One of them was a carpenter. Shoemaker boyfriend. Anything. MP, shoemaker, malam, uh, allergy, oh, anything. Lebanese, pastor, Christian, uh, burger, anything. Free. Clap your hands for the people again. And nothing you saw on the stage was an imagination. I can give you names of people like this. In the end, some of you in your house, because of your Christian convictions, they laugh at you. Your cousins laugh at you. They call you Osofo. Some of you are not respected in your school because you are, you are like, you don't join the pornography club. You don't join the people who talk about, like they went to London and they came and they got girls and you know, this is girlfriend and, and they've got these type of modern names. Yeah. Michaela Marcus, this type of, uh, uh, yeah. what? Uh, uh, Jaquil Zeba and this type of funny names. Their parents give them funny names. This boy, primary class five boy, he has a girlfriend. Yeah, class five. <laughs> JSS two, they are having sex. They are feeding on pornography, big time. And you, you come and say, let us pray. Your teacher, Jesus is Lord. You, you, you look like an idiot. Beware. I'm preparing you. I was, I, was it last week or so I told her, this life you are living, it's not the real life. Oh. <laughs> there is no real life. Oh. Ah. You are going to school, somebody has to drive you to school. No. The real life, you walk to school. You, f- you wake up at 4 o'clock and you find your own torture to Tema. 
it's going to school, sitting in a car, they drive you, a driver takes you, or daddy himself is driving. It's fake. It's not real. And if I had a child, a son who was also going to school, I also drive him. But you must be sensible to know this is not a real life. Ah, but, I mean, think about it. If you want to buy something to eat, somebody must give you money. It's not real. The real life, you find your own money. <laughs> you earn your own money. So, so, so that when you are spending it, you, you use your sense to spend. But money you don't spend, money you don't earn, you just blow it anyhow. Let me go buy some biscuits. Let me go buy some chicken. KFC. KFC. It's not her money. Allergy is bringing it. Somebody is bringing it. It's KFC. Be very careful. The narrow gate which leads to life, the real life, is a guy. It's not that as he's walking about, he can't fornicate or he can't do all those things. But he has restricted himself. He has restricted himself. Don't think that a life, your parents give you a certain life where you can do anything. You can wear anything. I mean, this, uh, what was Zima? Her mother was the one clap again for the foam stars. It is her mother. Look, and I'm saying to you that when you watch this, uh, you may think it's a movie or an imagination. There are parents who buy condoms for their daughters. Not condoms, scared. The real condom. There are mothers, especially mothers, who encourage their daughters to have boyfriends, sugar daddies. I went to a certain house many years ago. When I went, the man was not there and his son was not there and the mother was in the house. He told me personally, not that they said, it is what I heard with my ears. The, the mother said, daddy has gone to drop Kweku at the nightclub. Me, myself, I was told. It's not some hearsay. I was in the house and the father came. And later, around one or two o'clock, he went to pick his son. <laughs> Don't allow anyone to determine. That's why you must be a girl of the word. Otherwise, your parent, your mother who gave birth to you, she will destroy you by the time you finish. I said, ah, but how can, ah. So, so, so my father is the one who allowed this thing. So, so because when you grow up and you have sense, you read your Bible. Say, ah, so it's, I mean, daddy really took me to a nightclub. Wow. Wow. Mommy actually encouraged me to go and sleep with this man for money. Wow! That's why I'm preaching to you today. It's not because I don't have messages to preach. I'm showing you that the responsibility, whether your father is alive or your grandfather is dead or your sister is awake, it is your responsibility. You, you. So, so it, it brings us to the third point. The third one is a direct message. 
you must you must not desire you must not desire a life that is without restrictions or limitations don't desire it don't like it frown upon it hate it don't rejoice that you can do anything at home you can watch you can sleep at any time don't be happy with that life You will remember me. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Girl, I'm telling you. Your father. Under the pretext of loving you. Or caring for you. Your mother. Or your uncle. Or whoever you are staying with. The pretext of caring for you. and care, you know, will, will give you a life. I mean, blank checks. Blank checks. Do what you want to do. You, as a Christian, must understand that's what I'm teaching you. Don't think it's a great life. Don't think it's a great life. Don't, 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 don't bless God for your father. Father, I thank you for daddy. He allowed me to go anywhere. No, it's stupidity. Stupidity. now eh? you may not know some of you don't know there are girls like you like your school you attend there are girls there and boys there who sell things to go to school You, you don't know I'm telling you not everybody in the school is there the way you are there like mommy drops you and daddy comes for you by the time you arrive your fees are paid some people in the school, they sell scarves and singlet and socks and tie and panties to get money to go to school. When I was in school, the school you were attending, that school, one of my mates, he was a farmer. Yeah, we were in the school, he was farming. Today, he's a rich man. Don't allow your parents who themselves may not understand life to, to just shower anything that do anything you want to do. It's madness. It's madness. I said it is madness. <laughs> Look. Don't like it. What's the point I made? What did I say? Don't what? Don't desire it. Don't exalt it. Don't celebrate that life. It's a bush life. It's a bush life. I'm telling you. It's a bush life. You know all these things I'm talking about. Look. It's not for me. It's for you. I just want to meet you in 30 years time as a correct person. I want to meet you in 30 years time married with your children and not as a drug addict or an area man, area man or some local hero. You have smoked we are all the children in the area know you. No, that, that, that's all. I'm, I'm just praying that one day I'll meet you, one day in the future I'll meet you, you are married with your three children and with your husband with you. That's all I want for you. That we shall meet in heaven. That's all I want from you. 
I'm praying that one day I will meet you at a place and you show me your two children. Only two children you have. And I said, oh, but why is that? So you don't know like Zima. Yeah. She didn't know. She was pregnant, but she didn't know. Because she's a multi-talented sister. Multi-track artist. <laughs> May you not one day have two children with three fathers. <laughs> two children with three fathers. Three children with seven fathers. That's all. Me, 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 I'm enjoying life. Oh, I'm enjoying life. But I'm concerned about you. Because some of you sitting here, there's only water in your head. The head. Only water is inside. When we shake it, we feel water is moving up and down. Water. Watermelon head. Don't like it. Don't let anybody arrange a life for you where you are free. Reject it. Don't desire it. Don't, 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 don't think that is the life. Where you go, where you want to go, you watch now. Luke chapter 15. The 11th verse. A certain man had two sons. You must dislike it. Dislike a life of liberties. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. Thirteen, not many days after, the younger son gathered all and took his journey into a far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. Period. Whenever you are able to go where you want to go, Do what you want to do. You will waste your substance. To waste means to spend it on nothing. Like your life is spent. Like my my life now. I've spent my life. My next birthday, I'll be 50 years. 50 years. I've spent my life. But on what? On what? You have to ask yourself. What, what, what do you have to show? So you, you can tell if you wasted your time or not by what you have to show for how you've lived your life. So someone my age, when you ask him what do you have to show, he has got Indian hemp to show. He's got an empty house to show. He's got... No certificate to show. That is a waste of life. Nothing substantial. 
But if you ask me, what do I have to show? You can guess the list I'm going to show you. It is, it is not a wasted life. It's not a wasted life. If I fall down, God forbid, if I fall down dead right now, I've lived a great life. Fantastic life. You, what will your life be like when you are 50 years old? What will your life be like? You don't think about these things? How will you be like in 20 years time? I mean, what would your life be like? I mean, what will you be doing? <laughs> and what you'll be doing or not doing depends on the limitations and the no's. No, no, I can't, I won't, I shan't, I won't. That is what leads you on a narrow road, restrictions. And that is the road which leads you eventually to a place where there's real life at the end of the road. Life. Go where you want to go. Some of you sitting here, next week, it is up to you to decide whether you'll be in church or not. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody. In fact, your father doesn't even want you to come to church. So that one, it, it, he's, he's, he's even sponsoring the madness in your life. He's sponsoring the madness in your life. I'm saying that some of you next week, if your fever hasn't come, then you'll come to church. If your fever comes, you come. But there are some people here next week, whether they themselves like it or not, they will still come to church because they have already imposed restrictions and limitations that on Sunday afternoon, you don't have two options. Beware of options. On Sunday afternoon, don't have options. Don't have options. Those political son. Had options. You know, he had money. And what is the, what's the meaning of that money? The meaning of the money the father gave him was whatever it takes for you to do what you want to do. You know, somebody would have liked to travel to a far country. But he has no money to buy a ticket. Some of you, even... Even if there's foolishness in your heart, there's no money to sponsor it. I mean, even if you like pornography, there's no airtime. No phone. No phone. Your parents can only afford yam. Yam kung fu. Listen. <laughs> You will remember this message. Beware of a life where you are free to do what you want to do and also where you have what it takes to do what you want to do. You are free. Some of you girls sitting here, you've got this type of strange woman's dressing, these dresses that you, when you see, you see that a prostitute is coming. But in the church, you've gone to wear trousers, nice top, nice dress, like a headmistress. Headmistress. That they are my line. Yeah. Yeah. But you are the one. You must tell yourself. 
that if you had all the clothes in the world, you would not have certain dresses in your wardrobe, on your suitcase, on your Ghana must go. What is the point I'm making? From the story of the prodigal son, I will recommend to you that don't wait, and you can write this one in capital letters, do not wait for anyone to place restrictions on you. You must place restrictions on yourself. <laughs> don't look to anyone. Maybe I won't say, don't use the word wait. Do not look to anyone. Do not expect anyone to place restrictions on you. Do not expect anyone to walk you through the narrow gates. Don't expect mommy to take you through the narrow gates. She herself has her own problems. Don't expect your father to take you through the narrow gates. The narrow gate, the life of restriction is a life that is chosen by you. Luke 13, 24. New Living Translation. You choose it. You choose it. Matthew 7, 13. New Living Translation. Yes. Its gate is wide for the many who choose. You chose it. Don't blame your father. Don't blame your sisters. You chose it. Even though it was given to you, you could have rejected it. You chose it. Ah, but to choose means that if I'm choosing bags, I see two bags. I can't have these bags here. Here. And come and tell you that, oh, I chose the black bag. Why is the black bag here? <laughs> What's the, which one is black? Yeah. I can only choose the what? What color is this? Light brown. And this what? Crocodile skin. The one you choose is still part of the options you were given. So I can only choose this or this. Give me another bag, an orange bag. You, if, if tomorrow we see you with an orange, is it orange? We see you with an orange bag or a brown bag or a light brown bag you chose it don't say that it was given to you 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 could have chosen not to wear it or to go with it the life of restriction is a life that you choose ultimately you choose it you choose it Daddy gave you a smartphone. You are using a smartphone. Yes. 
Whether you use it to watch pornography or to go to dagiwardmills.org, it's your choice. Many who choose that way. You chose it. You chose it. To smoke Indian hemp, not to smoke Indian hemp. To fornicate, to fornicate. It's your choice. There's nobody responsible for that. <laughs> There's nobody responsible for that. You are, all, you are responsible. I, I went to a house many years ago. Those days they had VHS. Sorry, you know VHS. Video. You push it. What? Piam on call. Yeah. It's video. It's, it's, a, it's a cassette. Have you seen it before? Before DVDs came, cassette, yeah. You push it in. I went to a house. A decent house. Beautiful house with rose gardens and so on. I went into a room. There were shelves. Videos. Television was there. A TV room. It's not something hidden in a box that was locked. Just shelves. TV was this nice TV room, air conditioned. I, I went to the videos, VHS videos. A lot of them were pornography. Yeah, the mother was in the house. I don't know who, who was watching. Whether it's the father who was watching it or the mother. I don't know. I'm telling you what I've seen. The, the videos were there, and also kung fu, bushia, bushia. This type of wangyu, eagles claws, snakes face, Indian movies. They, they dance like that. Oh. They're all there. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you, you, it is you. When you go there and there's no one, you will decide to watch, to select the pornography cassette or the kung fu cassette or the Indian cassette. You choose it. The choice of the road you are on is yours. Not your pastor, not your mother, not your father. It is yours. May you choose right. That is the reason why we read the Bible. That's why my first point. Because the Bible says in Isaiah 7 14 that a virgin shall give birth to a son. And, and behold, a sign shall be given to you. A virgin shall give birth to a son. And it shall call its name Emmanuel. Verse 15. Say, butter and honey shall he eat that he may know how to refuse evil and to choose good. Butter and honey shall he eat so so based on what you eat that's when you will know you, you go to a, you go to the shelves are there indian movie uh, indian chinese wangyu snakes face eagles claw then there's one indonesian girls chinese girls blackmama.com uh, 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 chicks. Yeah. now when you go to a room do you choose ceylonian chicks or Cambodian mates, Cambodian mates, or Cambodian chicks, or you choose Kung Fu, or you choose the passion of the Christ. What is it depending on the food you eat? Yes, it is the food you eat. It says, Butter and honey shall he eat. Isaiah 7, verse 15. Butter and honey shall he eat. King James, please. Butter and honey shall he eat. That he may know. Many of you, you don't know how to refuse good. Yes. The phone 
the iPad. Uh, where's my phone? Is it? It's upstairs. Eh? I can give you my phone. I've got airtime. The airtime on my phone, maybe somebody's salary. Plenty money. <laughs> I can lie in my office and watch pornography for ten weeks. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's my phone. But by the grace of God, based on what I eat, he said, "What you eat, said, butter and honey shall he eat." So it is what you eat that gives you the ability to choose. If you don't eat the right food, you will not know what to choose. You will choose Cambodian girls when there is eagles, claws, and snakes face. Some of you are sitting here. Your phone, you choose pornography. Some of you cannot watch a movie without sex in it. Because you don't eat the right food. And butter and honey represent the word of God. The Bible says that David said, thy word was sweet in my mouth. Yea, sweeter than honey on my lips. The word of God is the honey. Yes. Thy word. Let me read it. You may think I'm... Yes, look at this. Can you see it? Psalm 19. Psalm 19, verse 8. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous together. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Clap your hands for Jesus. That's why Solomon advised his son in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 13. He said, my son, my son, my son. This is the verse people use to eat honey. Proverbs 24, verse 13. My son, eat thou honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste, it cannot be honey, the ones that the bees produce, because you can get diabetes from death. I mean, living on honey. The sugar in it, you cannot even understand it. Yes, a special type of sugar, fructose. It will derange your system. My son, eat thou honey because it is good. That honey is the commandment of the Lord. Eat the word of God because it's good. So he said, honey and butter shall he eat. What is butter? Do you know what butter is? Do you know butter? This is just examination. What is butter? How do you get butter? Come, come closer. Come and answer. Stand up and come and answer the question. How do you get butter? I think you get it from milk. Butter is from milk. There is oil in milk. 
And when you churn it, you, you do something to the milk, then the oil comes out as butter. And that milk is the first Peter 2.2. 2. Desire the sincere milk of the word of God, that ye may grow thereby. So butter and honey, they are all word of God. Word of God. It is when you read your Bible and the word of God is in you that you say, no way, I will not do this. Yes. I will not. I will not. I'm having feelings, but I will not sleep with you. Yes. As I'm standing here, I'm having feelings, but I will not sleep with you. I wasn't expecting, I just came to visit you. You've removed your clothes, you have said, look at your juicy breasts. I, I, I'm, I'm getting some feelings, but I will not sleep with you. I will not. Based on what I know, I won't touch you. I will not touch you. That's what Joseph told Potiphar's wife. So I will not. I will not. Maybe you've tried this trick on other boys, other servants, and they've fallen. I will not sleep with you. I won't. Potiphar's wife was shocked. How can a young man who sees a body like mine refuse it? Because based on the type of knowledge you have, you will be emboldened to refuse certain things. It is because there is no knowledge of the word of God in you. That's why you use your phone to watch pornography and add masturbation to it. If you know the word of God, if you have interactions with God's word, the Bible, the word which is priest, the word, that word itself will restrict you. If it was another boy, you would have knelt down to thank God. So when you see canal Christians, you are, you are not seeing a canal Christian. You are only seeing somebody who doesn't have enough of the word of God. Small amounts of the word of God. Don't forget this verse. To choose what is good and to reject what is evil, you don't, it's not your willpower. It's not by taking decisions. No. To choose it. And I'm telling you, maybe I also don't want, uh, cannot fail to tell, shouldn't fail to tell you. A lot of things which are evil are very nice. Very nice. You ask those who are into fornication. They will describe the feelings. You wonder whether you are normal or you are sick. A lot of evil things are nice. You feed your soul with it. And it, it's just the, a trap to get you to sink deeper and deeper and deeper. Rejoice in the word of God. Don't feed your soul on pornography. Number four. Number four. Masukata. Be ready to be alone on that road. The narrow road. Prepare yourself. Tell your neighbor, be ready. Be ready to go solo. Be ready to go alone. Even in church. Even in church. If you're not very careful, you will discover that 
a lot of people in the church are into certain lifestyles. Come out from among them. Second Corinthians. Sex. It's my scripture I'm leaving with you today. Verse 17. King James. Okay, okay, it's okay. Leave it there. Leave it. New Living Translation. Leave it there. Leave it. Everybody, if you have your Bible, I'm giving you five seconds. Underline it. Everybody, look for it in your Bible. Don't, the screen is not for you. Look for it in your own Bible. You're not taking the screen home. Look for it and underline it. 2 Corinthians 6, 17. You want to be a Christian? <laughs> you want to serve God? <laughs> he said, many have failed who tried. Be ready to be what? Alone. And he says, therefore, come out. Look, listen to me as I end. If there's anybody here who in your Christian life, as you walk with the Lord, you have not actively separated yourself. It's not that they signed you. But you decided from today, I will not walk with this girl again. From today, recently I told somebody, you cannot live your life like this and be around me. I told her clearly, you cannot. The space around me is incompatible with what you deem to be a normal lifestyle. I beg you, you be normal, I'm abnormal. <laughs> if you are listening to me and you have never taken a decision to separate yourself from somebody... It means that you are likely to be on the Broadway. It's very likely you're on the Broadway. Because you find yourself on the narrow road, not by accident, not by osmosis, not by diffusion. You, it is an active transport against the gradient. Using nicotinamide adenine diphosphate and adenosine triphosphate with mitochondrial reactions and enzymatic. <laughs> yes. I'm frightening the art students. Are you an art student? Science. Do you know adenosine triphosphate? What does it do? Where do you find it? <laughs> you are sweating already. <laughs> Listen, I'm ending. If I'm saying that that narrow road there, you don't find yourself on it like you were born onto it. Or you just found yourself accidentally. No. To be on the narrow road you must actively come out of certain groups 
some of you must eject yourself from certain WhatsApp groups. Come out! You don't leave yourself waiting for them to sack you. Come out! You don't sit there, you are among them, you are watching the things they are doing, you are, it's, it's affecting your spirit, you are among them, you can't even pray, you are confused, your mind is bizarre, but you, you are seeing some, you know that this place, what I'm seeing, what I'm being encouraged to do is wrong, and you are still sitting there, sending text messages, come out! You know, you don't do what I'm saying and think you are sister nice. Brother school prefect. And, 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 and many of you here, most of you here haven't come to this place in life. Where it says, therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them. Says the Lord. I'm not the one saying it. Don't go and sit somewhere and quote me. God is telling you. Say, don't touch their filthy things. And I will welcome you. I will welcome you. <laughs> don't touch. That's not just mean touching as in touch. You touch. You touch the thing. Don't touch means that. Don't assimilate. Don't, don't let. Don't be in that environment. Don't contact it. Like when you go to airports. They will ask you, have you contacted anybody with Ebola virus? Doesn't mean have you had somebody or contacted me that has said anybody with Ebola being in your being around you. It's not every contact that is physical contact. The Bible says about Lot that while he was in Sodom, he lived in Sodom. And he was seeing their lifestyles. He was watching it. He couldn't believe what he was saying. And his soul was vexed. I'm preaching. What do you think I'm doing? I'm preaching. I'm preaching. <laughs> you just go. Friends come to your house. There are some people you must tell them that today is the last day I expect you to see in my house. Yes. Today is the last day you and I are meeting. I will never see you again. (laughs) I will never see you again. And I don't hope to see you again. That is how to walk on the the narrow road. That's how to walk on on the road which leads to life. You go and walk relate with twisted people people whose whose mind somebody is smoking Indian hemp and he's saying the Lord is my shepherd come out second Peter 2 7 I'm saying that, and, and I'm aware. Most of you are young boys and girls. I'm just saying that 
this must be your target. When the day it happens, whether it's five years, seven years, two years, tomorrow, or next ten years, as it is happening, know that you are doing something that is going to set you on the narrow road and delivered just lots. Give me the New Living Translation or NASB. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Shameful. Shamelessly displaying their lifestyle. When you grow up, you work in places where it's not it's nothing at all to speak profane words. When they work, they finish working, they are sitting there just using vulgar language shamelessly. Yeah. Why was I? I was talking to someone, or a lady was telling me the, the, the her office. They travel to a place like um, holidays or some retreat somewhere. And they spend two nights. The two nights, in this is office, so let's say, let's say, Barclays Bank or uh, Amal Bank or uh, whatever, Kwame Ufosu Institute or whatever. And as they are there, there, at that place retreat, you can sleep with anybody. Whether it's married, like you are with this one, this and they will finish, you exchange, or that four of you are in a room. I mean, it's normal, normal, normal. Come out! If I see you one on one, I will never tell you this. I'm preaching to you. Some some places you are sitting must come out of that place. Come out. Before you know it, what is evil? That's why you see, that's why they say to choose what is good and to reject what is evil is an exploit. Not many people can do what the Bible is saying. You must be on a certain diet. Like right now, you're on a diet. You see, when you say butter and honey, it's not just the Bible. The, the, uh, give me your Bible. Yes, it's not just like the Bible you open and this is butter, this is honey. No, right now, as I'm preaching to you, you are receiving the honey of the word of God. This is butter. Yeah, this is butter. That's all. I'm not going to meet with you in a room, advise you. Your mother says this, but what yourself? What do you think? Who is this boy in your life? Come out. No, I will tell you. You yourself decide. Me, I should tell you to come out of the, the boyfriend. Am I the one going to pay your school? The money he gives you, I can't give you. The money the boy gives you, I can't give you. I don't have that money. I, I don't spend money like that. Yeah, you decide. <laughs> you decide. Shamuna Kataba Rimidikasata. You've got a beloved. Anna, one day you have a beloved. You are going to marry. You discover that this boy I'm going to marry doesn't pay tithes. Come out! Come out. One time. You are going to marry a girl who doesn't see fornication as something wrong. But she rather says that Mary Magdalene was Jesus Christ's girlfriend. Hey, Oppo man, come out! Come out!
I'm saying that today, that whether you are on a narrow road or Broadway, it is by active transport. There's, there's a type of... If, if you do science, they will tell you about movement of molecules. You know, from a region of high concentration or low concentration, osmosis diffusion. Then there's also what you call active transport. That is, normally, things rather move from up down. So to move a ball, which is down, up, you need energy. It is that, that energy is provided by the word of God. Like the word of God you are listening to now, I'm, I'm giving you energy to do things against the flow. Come out. And he says, I'll welcome you. I'll welcome you. So, so when you find somebody, is it verse 18? Let me see verse 18. He says, I'll be a father to you. And I'll, yes, and I'll be your father. They said, I'll be your father. I mean, I know this very because about 30 years ago, I had a, a song. Yeah, just pure scriptures. This is it. The song Maranatha was singing. And I'll be your father. I said, come on. Before they sing, they read the scriptures. That's what I remember. This is not for my quiet time. I remember that there was something about, I'll be a father to you. Yeah. So when you see somebody standing by God as his father, somebody standing in a privileged position, the person has had to take decisions to come out of certain relationships. And you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. You want to be God's son? You want to be God's daughter? You want to be a child of God? For every verse 18, there must be a verse 17 before. I will never be a father to somebody who has not come out who will just be exchanging text messages. You give me a text, I send you. How are you? I'm fine. Because I'm really fine. <laughs> I'm really fine. I'm really fine. <laughs> I'm really fine. I'm really fine. It's, it's, it's not a lie. You cannot mingle with certain people and expect to have certain relationships. That's why I told the person, I said, you cannot live your life that way and be around me. No way. There's no space around me for such a lifestyle. I've given you too much liberty. No way. You cannot. You also shouldn't allow them. I'm not the only one. You shouldn't allow them. You will meet them. You meet them. You'll be in school. Next time, when you go to school, you see, there'll be some boys, somebody will be smuggle a phone. Come, you see some friends around watching pornography. They were your friends in the previous term. But this time, come out. Learn it. Learn how to come out. And for every coming out, there must be a joining to a father and a joining to a brother and a sister. You don't just come out and remain somewhere. You come out and you connect. Don't be a free labile electron moving around. You come out and you go to the father and he receives you. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands as we close the service. Lift your two hands and pray. Say, Father, help me to go on the narrow road. Pray. Open your mouth and pray. Pray. Ask the Lord to help you. Shama de Kosa. 
Lift your hands and pray and say, Lord, strengthen me. You don't find yourself on a narrow road by accident. It's not accidental. It's by a deliberate effort and a decision. I'm coming out. Girl, young girl, better pray. Young boy, better pray. Some of you will understand this message in 10 years' time. You buy the CD and keep it in your room. Kabadaza. Remerebe kaboriamaba. Mandebo sakataba. Remede sambalaba. Come out! Come out! Mekotarabasata. Imiribo sambalaba baba. Rembeke tamosa. Mimamoke kota. Bande basata. Thank you, Lord. Serve you. We'll serve you. Lift your hands, everybody. And just tell the Lord, Father, I desire the narrow road. I desire the narrow road. Give me the strength it takes to take the decisions I must take to be on this road. Yes. <laughs> you're not young, you're not a small boy. If Satan gets you, that's when you will know you're not a small boy. Decisions. 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 Come out. Come out. Come out. Don't let a muzzle of meat destroy your soul. Come out. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Every eye closed now. Put your hand down. Close your eyes. If you are in this service, before we close, you are here and you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to submit my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, standing there with your eyes closed, you want to be born again. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, just lift your hand. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to receive Jesus right now. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Close your eyes and receive Jesus by lifting up your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Lift your hand high. Up. Up. I'm going to pray for you to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your personal Savior. If you were to die right now, you are not sure whether you are going to hell, you are going to heaven, you can take that decision today by lifting your, up of your hands. I'm going to pray with you. Lift your hand high. I'm going to pray with you. Father, we thank you. We are grateful to you for our salvation and our lives. We are still being saved. Help us to walk on that road, to do your will, and to please you with our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.